Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. If you have a chronic fear of public speaking, if the idea of jumping up on stage maybe, I don't know, makes your hands go sweaty and puts, you know, gives you a kick in the bottom of your stomach, maybe just turn off now because this is part of the show I call My Worst Gig where I invite comedians in to talk about some of the worst, worst gigs that you've, they have ever, <laughs> ever experienced. And joining me tonight, live in studio, is Tully Wired. Paul Marsh, what's hey, the crack? How's it going? Um, I'm going I'm to start with who will I start with? Who wants to go first? Oh, who t- has got the worst gig <laughs> ever? Totally weren't have a list of them. So <laughs> <laughs> we've been at it long oh, enough. Yeah, but <laughs> you, you, have. but years are worse because most of the years involve someone trying to wants to kill you. Oh, there have yeah. been them. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. We've been physically threatened before, actually. Right. Okay. So, Emmett. I did. I did a Donald Trump impression a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the two guys, let's say they were from North Carolina, up the back. That's who we were addressing. But there were two other American people sitting in the middle of the bar. Oh, lovely. And uh, they from had Texas. been from Texas, and they'd been enjoying an Irish holiday. I.e., they'd been drinking whiskey all day. So I went. You know, it's so amazing to have some American people right here in Europe. Because a lot of people, a lot of Americans are scared to come to Europe because they're scared of ISIS. They're scared of ISIS. I love ISIS, especially shock ISIS. You know, it's just, just and simple stuff like that. That guy got up and he freaked out. Say problem. that again, buddy. Say that again, buddy. Oh, he did. Say that again. And he was one of these guys who was threatening me, but he was holding himself back. Oh, of course. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. arms back and shoulders forward. How, how old was this guy? Oh, he was easily in his... Uh, 55, 60. Yeah, thereabouts, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was definitely an ex-veteran. You know, That's he, what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He had that look of, a, uh, you know, he'd seen service. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I might as well have went... And it wasn't the civil service. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got very, very angry and he had to. He escorted himself from the building. <laughs> Arm behind you. Come yes. on, pal, you're going, I'm not going. But yeah. we, we've, we've been doing this long enough that we know that if they haven't hit you already, they're not going to. Right, okay. So yeah, Emma yeah. just leaned in and started having a conversation. I was like, what did I say <laughs> that upset you? And Emma doesn't actually human. play the bongos. They're just... Uh, they're, they're different leaning on. And eventually he took himself and his wife was like, yeah, 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 you, you said stuff about us being American and some Scottish guy went, John American. <laughs> and, the whole, and the whole bar went, yay! Good but one of my favourite is when the, we were we were slagging off somebody in the crowd. We didn't even slagging off the No, guy. no, we were really tall guy. Yeah, yeah man. We were talking six, five, six, 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 seven, yeah, right? Yeah. And Emma just went, 
Jesus, you're very tall. Yeah. And he was obviously very sensitive to it. And he freaked out and decided he wanted to have a row with Emmett. Or, I mean, I mean, he wanted to be, so he came down and were like, outside, outside. And Emmett, being a, a, a kind of very yeah. passive person, took his knife out and no. just. <laughs> and we thought go. Emmett was going to, Emmett were going like, right, Grant, do you want to go outside? And he's like, and we were like, and the management were like, no, Emmett, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I said, no, no, no. If he wants to go outside, we're going outside, okay? So let's go outside. But hang on, uh, did you call him anything after tall? It wasn't like, well, you're very, like, no, that was tall it. asshole. Or I, I actually said, good. God, you're tall. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> kind of a compliment. So I said, let's you, you and me, outside. And I opened the door. And when he stepped outside, I just closed the door and held it. <laughs> <laughs> Put like a hurley through the door. So yeah. like, he oh was God, outside he going mad. And we were all the inside going, waving up and going, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> but that's not even the worst gig. The Regency. The Regency. No, not that gig. I'm going to have to stop you there now for legal reasons <laughs> and go, okay. <laughs> it was never mentioned. You never met the Sunday world. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise this were doing music for, for that gig no but you did a gig I didn't realise they did we were asked to do a comedy gig mm-hmm. at a poker classic oh good god that's the worst oh, in yeah. the world it was horrific we, the guy had seen us somewhere he'd seen us in the laughter lounge and uh, he asked us to come out and he'd even written a song that he was going to get up and sing with us Oh, God. Some terrible comedy. A, now, can I ask you where? Obviously, the, I'm going to imagine it's a ballroom setup, but there's tables yeah. everywhere for a yeah. tournament style. Like probably 100, 200 people. Yeah. yeah. Where were you positioned in the room? Then where we were the right at you? the front. There was a stage face at the front, and all the tables were facing the front. Ah, okay. And it was just a sea of uh, <laughs> worried-looking men. Yep. Who of were, were like gambling their children's future away or something? Perhaps <laughs> I don't know. So they take their break for them to go out and get a cigarette and cry yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and then we were to come back on. So we came back on. And uh, we, we knew it was going to die because it was like just outside people basically kind of like looking for money games. Yeah. Did, did you have poker puns? No. no we, we this, but this, this, this is hilarious. This guy had written a uh, parody of a Johnny Cash song with a load of poker jokes that went over my head. I don't play poker, you know. That's what that's it. And he gave it to us and he wanted us to play it. Yeah, we learned it. When he got up, and we, uh, these people, this was mid hand. Oh no. Do you know what I mean? So we went up and like, there was a break and then the hand, the, re- the, the, the rest, rest of the, the game starts going on or whatever. After we're finished, but then people are just sitting there, kind of going, ah, and look at what the hell is this? Apart from one guy who we chatted chat a lot later who loved us because he was winning a fortune. <laughs> well, that day. yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd love anyone. His name yeah. is Alex, and if you're listening, Alex, you know, he he he's come to gigs since. And he's like, wow, no, you guys are great. He was winning like no problem. <laughs> Everyone else. You know that Damien Clark picture? Damien Clark, great comedian, and he drew he drew that lovely yeah, uh, cartoon, cartoon yeah, yeah. where what? the audience are in stitches laughing, there's tears of laughter, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's just one yeah. guy with a scowly yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the opposite. Mm. <laughs> it was just a bunch scowly of scowly faces, faces yeah. and one guy going... <laughs> how, how long did you just play for? We were meant to play for 20 minutes, and we played for about 12 until eventually the guys... So um, you're playing while the hands are being drawn and lads are betting and lads are trying to be, you know, cool, intimidating and like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. you're there playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the guy who got hired us just went, that's it, uh, we're done. He did the old cutthroat thing. Why did, wh- why did he think that would work? Why did he lots, think... lots of people think that's a good idea to... Uh, they kind of like to wedge comedy into yeah. anything and everything. Yeah, weddings yeah. is the latest Co- thing. Isn't yes, it? Yeah. yes, exactly, yeah. We turned down the wedding. Oh, that, yeah. that'll, that'll go great down at my wedding. Oh, yeah. No, it won't. No, nobody will be listening. They'll be all at <laughs> bar. Yeah. But th- that's it, isn't it? Because it's even tough sometimes to get the, the like a stereotypical standard band that are playing at the wedding. When they come on, everyone's like, yeah, bar now. And, uh, you know, there's always that thing of the band are on, will you go in and just stand on the dance floor and look look interested? And then it's grand. But, like, at a serious... 
oh my god there's thousands on the line here and, and then, probably not even my thousands you know what I mean like I'm gambling yeah. away like when my college funds and stuff finds out that I the bag dead. is gone yeah, talk no. about shoehorning years ago because I was a sound engineer roadie yeah. somebody thought it would be a great idea to have you know they have the changeovers between the bands yeah 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 it was this tour and somebody thought it would be a great idea to get a stand up comedian to do the bit in between the changes over the band, right? So this could be like, what, this is about 15 years ago, 20 years ago. No idea who he was. He'd yeah. come out. But like, if you've ever been at a concert and doing the change-up, they're doing the change-up. It's one, two. So he's going out trying to do jokes and there's roadies behind him going, one, two. And so he died in his hole for two nights in a row, right? Oh, they did it twice. Uh, no, of they were course. going to do. He was meant to do the whole tour. There were oh, twenty brilliant. dates. He of was course. booked for twenty dates. So by the third one, he probably had a brainwave, and he went, "Right, I'll I'll comment on what the roadies are doing." Uh, I like that. You know, you think that'd be genius, wouldn't you? Well, you haven't met roadies, have you? I imagine. No, I haven't met roadies. I've met a few. <laughs> I've, I've met a couple of roadies. No, I'm, one or two. One or two. <laughs> <laughs> There's the door, Emma. <laughs> oh, it hasn't even. Started. So anyway, he just, so so the the drum tech, who was a big huge guy, was setting up the drums and your man's making all these funny comments and then he's turning around to the crowd and crowd are actually interested now because he's slagging them so when he's in the middle of the joke and he's slagging off the drum tech yeah. and he's in the middle of his second joke when he got a Rupa up the hole oh no <laughs> I thought you were just going to say they cut no, his mic no he came out from behind the drum and fucking booted him up the hole oh wow get on with your job you're swearing you can't swear <laughs> Yeah, we'll let that slide low. Don't worry about it. That, that's, yeah, it's interesting. I yeah. seen that he the didn't sugar, come I back for the fork sh- gig. We did a Furbigate thing in the Sugar Club and they thought that would be a good idea in between bands and they got a comedian and it was terrible. Nobody was this and we were up the back. The place was mobbed. So I said to two friends of mine, yeah. let's go down and listen to this guy. And we walked down the steps on the left-hand side and, and yeah. he did that comedian thing where he realised we're the only three ones listening and he told us all his jokes. <laughs> and we laughed. And then years later, I got into comedy and I met him and I mentioned that I was in the fire beginning. He goes, oh, one of the worst gigs I ever did. And I was like, should yeah. I tell him I was one of the three people? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is that person still gigging? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, who is it? Oh, I, I don't know. Should I be able to tell oh, you? Actually, no, he kind of did an impression there. He, he won't mind me. T- it was Michael Me. So I don't I knew, know. I, that's a, <laughs> He's, he's, very, he's very good. I've seen yeah, him. He's laughed, but yeah, it's just, it's this was just the drunkenest crowd ever. It was yeah. just that, and there was loads of free drinker on the whole lot. It was just so ridiculous. Speaking, yeah, speaking of, of, of like those kind of roadie gigs, Lorcan, where you know there's a changeover in the bands. A mate of mine uh, came to a gig and was organising an event down in uh, a pub in Blanchestown Village. But it was in the pub. You know the pub you go to when you've been kicked out of all the other pubs? <laughs> yeah, we played those. <laughs> yeah, those pubs, right? It was one of those. And I was like, well, this will probably be an event in a side room, in a function room, and Ooh. happy day. Uh, you walk into the bar first time I've ever been in this bar and uh, there's like a a central bar it's like a not a circular bar but a square bar in the middle of the venue where every, and everything else is around that and up on the raised seating area in front of the TVs where all the sport is on and all the horse racing is on oh. put, this, put the bands here and then I come out and I'm like what what, what? and now I was kind of meant to have you know intro and outro the bands and be there on the crossover Ooh. and it takes 15-20 minutes sometimes because they're stripping out a drum kit and everything and there's these lads just sitting there drinking who've been sitting in the same spot for like 20 years you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. just looking at me going you are invading their space 100% it was uh-huh. the most awkward thing because you, you know when you know this is going to be horrible and this will not work but you have to continue on anyway and literally <laughs> spent the first hour just apologising <laughs> sorry sorry I'm talking into you here now sorry but it was just absolutely horrible sometimes just 
people have these weird brainwaves thinking that this will be amazing. It's like, no, it won't. Think it it through. Think it through. I'm actually turning down money. You know what I mean? A friend of mine, only uh, Sarah Jane, just recently uh, said, I'm going to have a comedian at my wedding. No. Exactly is what I said to her. No, I think it'd be great if, you know, a comedian roasts. I was like, no. No. It won't. It'll be dreadful. But I, I can't get that because one, like that's not that that's the job of the best man, but yeah. you have to know the people intimately to select yes, them yeah. over stuff. You can't come out with well, here's some political satire for uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the I, I always thought the same thing. The best man gets away with it because he knows everyone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, someone else just oh, here's a guy nobody knows. He's going to come in. And it just doesn't. Work. Here's a complete stranger. The spoken just. word as well. Like I often do. I organise uh, GA club stuff. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and gigs and people, and and they think uh, they think it's gas, and I'm like being specific about that the bar has to be closed or you have to be a function room or whatever. It's just every, it's Paul everything Marsh, can go wrong. Paul yeah, Marsh, look, yeah. you're the fancy bastard coming yeah. in making demands. Would you not like, just come down and tell a few jokes and what are you worried about? What's you know, your problem? Yeah, I'm worried yeah. about that half the room will be listening to you and it, you know, that's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but come here, Paul, uh, you've, how long have you been gigging now? Eight. Eight years, I think, yeah. Eight years. Yeah. And in that time, what have been some of the, the oh, best, man. worst gigs I was, of your I life? I was thinking about this earlier on and I was thinking, is it bad that I have so many? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, if you're listening to Paul Marsh and Tolly Ward, you've definitely seen Tolly Ward and Paul Marsh at the Laughter Lounge amongst every other club in Dublin. Uh, fantastic comedians. I only bring on comedians who I know are good because this would be a terrible section of the show if I was yeah. like I just bring on shit comedians to talk about how shit they <laughs> have, are have you had that gigs yeah every one I've done so you far you know sometimes I don't even know why I bother <laughs> like, whoa this is not working out no so see that is Cormac so running over again <laughs> <laughs> so totally wired if you've seen him at the lounge and any of the festivals around are hilarious and go and same with Paul Marsh Mr. Dead Sound award winning comedian I only bring in people who have gotten If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. No, for the terrible kids. <laughs> Instead of oh, being... no, that's the thing you, you, you can't get over. You mentioned the laughter lounge. One of my worst gigs, uh, I did the laughter lounge one weekend and I did the same set. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Went in on the Sunday night and I won't say what gig I did, right, but... Uh, uh, I did the same set again, but the audience just were not in the mood. They were just... Uh, Dublin had played a rematch that day and lost, and there was two old guys down the back in Dublin jerseys just with their arms folded, just staring at me. There were 17 people. I always remember there were 17 people in the room, and one girl giggled, and the rest, 16, were just silent. <laughs> at the same stuff that killed in the laughter lounge. You know, this is the thing. I, I know, the, yeah, yeah. And halfway through the gig, one of the old guys turns to the other guy and goes... Why did you bring me here? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I still have about 10 minutes to go. <laughs> That's the worst when you have to go through it. Or one of the first worst ones I ever had was, uh, you know what we would call them hijack gigs, when these guys would have this idea where they, oh, I'm going to put it on the pub. So they had this gig in a pub, and it was the pub was in a U-shape, and they had it down in the far corner. And anyone who kind of wanted to listen came down the first week, and they thought, this is brilliant. But then the, the, the pub owner said, just bring it up to the middle of the U-shape and get everyone involved. Right. That was a bad idea. I got up. The first fella did well, the MC, uh, and, the, and the first fella, I think I was in the middle. And everything was going well, and I think I got my first few jokes out, and this couple in the front just had a blazing row with each other. Oh, my oh, God. God. And I mean, and the whole way through my set, your man goes, well, do what you want, so. Oh, we'll do what I want. Well, do what you want, so I will do what I want. And I'm like... Zig, zig, ah. And, 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 <laughs> yeah, and they I, weren't spices with me. <laughs> I wasn't uh, too, you know, I wasn't doing comedy long, so I kind of didn't know how to deal with it. So I went, can I do what I want? And your man kind of looked at me oh. and just go, I'm going to kill you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I just went... And then she, the, she'd back him up, you yeah, know? Yeah, Because <laughs> you, you get saying? involved in a couple's row. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, no. Does, you and, ever done that walk along Dublin, like, and you, you're trying to do the, the gently thing, you see them rowing. You see some girl getting picked on, and you go, "You all right, love? What's your problem?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll hop get, off you. And you get glasses. You, know, you know the way I'm a paramedic. You get that yeah. all the time on the ambulance. Like you, you will be called to an ambulance because someone's. I mean, ser- you know, was after getting battered or something, or yeah. And then when you arrive, if you say anything to you, like she's backing up your man, it's just <laughs> yeah. or, or the opposite way around. Sometimes you know what I mean. Our two guys, our friends. We're out drinking and decided they were going to punch And now the they're going to unite. And now they're going to unite against the Amazon driver. You know, <laughs> Here comes authorities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, madness. Yeah. Uh, so, any other. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, the one I was going to tell you. I have sorry, to be real, one. I, have to, I have to be really careful. This is my worst gig. Uh, it only happened to me recently. I went over to Hot Water uh, Comedy Club in Liverpool. I've been over a few times. That looks like a very nice club. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Just made perfect for comedy. I think it's a 130 seater, and you have a small stage right in the middle. And uh, the few nights I went over was weekend nights or Thursday night. And then they have a recorded show on a Monday night. And I'd, it wasn't full and the audience were kind of just weren't gelling as good as yeah, normal. Yeah. So three acts on and then the MC was going out and I was going to be the first act in the second half. And he said to me, I'll bring you on in five minutes. And he's after talking to half the crowd. Right. And then he talks to this woman in the corner and says, are you together? And she goes, no, I'm on my own. Now you have to take into fact she's sitting up the front on her own. There was a bit of attention seeking going on here or whatever. But anyway... Uh, he said to her something about what did you do for a living and she said something about a masseuse and he made the joke oh yeah that sounds like cover up or something ha, ha, yeah, ha. yeah yeah and she said yeah basically so she oh. admitted to being a, a call girl or whatever the oldest profession yeah and uh, a lady of the night is that they say but anyway so he went into um, serious detail about her profession this like because they film all the shows so they're filming him and he said to me afterwards he apologised he was like I'm sorry but I mean it was golden and it is 
<laughs> it, it is. It was for him. He, his clip went up on on YouTube. Mine, <laughs> but he's yeah, asking her like the worst stuff and what's the worst thing she's done. She's gone into great detail. And the audience, you can see, they're just shocked. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolute. You know. And then he like literally asked her this, and she came out with this unbelievable thing, and he went, "Wow." Well, okay, we better get our next act on. Paul what Marsh, was, what, what was the unbelievable thing? Oh, I, 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 can you say it on radio? This is late night radio. She, they asked what was the worst thing she's ever been asked to do. And she told what it was. And What was it? Can I tell you? Tell me, yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it involved uh, her taking a... Poo. Can I tell you? Tell me, yeah. Defecating. Poo. Defecating. I'm looking for the right words. Defecating. On a guy's face. Oh, that's disgusting. And, 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 and how I thought you were going to say chest. I was like, I'm no, not slightly prepared for that. On his face. face uh, uh, and uh, and um, how much did she get paid? She got paid three hundred uh, pounds. And uh, she's and she said, "Oh no!" He said, "Did you do?" It? And she says, "Yeah, three hundred pounds." So he literally went, "Wow!" And he's looking at the audience. And just I'm behind a curtain. You can see there's a little hole, and I'm looking out to the hole. Like, just, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> there I am. I'm, I'm seriously worried about choosing my words because I don't totally worry to sitting behind me here. Uh, but no, so he brings me out, and so I thought it'd be funny. I just said to her, um, "So, uh, client confidentiality accounts for nothing, Deborah. You promise you wouldn't tell anyone." And that got a that got oh, a joke, right? Yeah. So I thought, grand, I'll just move into my set here. No, no way. For the whole fifteen minutes, uh, the whole audience is looking slightly to my yeah. left. Nobody is looking <laughs> at me. And I was I was saying to the lads earlier, I was kind of like a teacher on the last half hour of school before the summer holidays or something. You don't know when the kids are not laughing. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like Mick Wallace addressing the doll. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is just. It's just. How told, did the rest of that gig go? Terrible, terrible. I, I didn't even like you. It was a, it was a shit gig. <laughs> <laughs> These are just going to write themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was I terrible. don't mean to be <laughs> anal, but because you come out a little bit nuts. Um, I'm very particular Cheeky. about <laughs> We're just having a crack here. <laughs> uh, that's that's that's, the, that's my worst one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How long of a set were you doing? I was doing 15 minutes, and I knew like from the first few jokes, like, no, it's not going anywhere. And there was a few people back on the right-hand corner and I remember I was going to come out afterwards and just hug them because they were the only ones that laughed. The rest of the whole audience, you're looking at, their, like the first person for me is, is like two feet in front of me and it's tightly kind of packed in club. Yeah. So I can pretty much see about 80% of the audience <laughs> yeah. and I can see that nobody is looking at me. They're all just looking over at Deborah sitting up in the front row, just delighted. Well, how old was Deb? I would say she was late 40s. She went into, she was, she was talking about she had two sons, one was 19 and one was 21 and uh, she was basically doing it because there was great money in it. Was she a vegan? I I, I don't know. To be honest with you. And just so I'm wondering about the guy because it'd make a difference. Why? What? <laughs> her diet would make. Oh, her diet. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But but that's that's another thing. Without getting too graphic, like I'm I'm sure you have to prepare for that. Yeah. How did your mind go there, Larkin? I don't fairness? know. Like, it's actually going, going, come here and tell you. That's bizarre. So, the, it's, so what you're actually thinking is that the, 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 the shite doesn't matter. It's the quality of it. <laughs> No, but uh, what I'd be interested in is the timing of it. You know what I mean? He told like, the same yeah. thing when he was telling the story. I said, wait a minute now, can you just on demand? That's what yeah. made me think she was a vegan. Because they roughage and uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, well, so they, can, I, can I just say, she did say she had regular customers, so I'm sure he didn't just work so up she to was that. regular. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> wow. I don't think he just came straight out going, hey, how you doing? Uh, my blow. Can, what can about you an extra 100 quid? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think she was obviously had a bit of... She said earlier on that she had regular customers, regular guys that she saw on a regular basis. To, and that, uh, uh, So there wasn't any... She wasn't working out of street corners, basically. So it's just kind of... Well, it'd be uh, difficult to do that in a street corner anyway, yeah. I imagine. You'd need well, some you'd sort of... Abracababra. <laughs> 
Uh, if you just tuned in, I'm here in studio live with... If you uh, just tuned in... If you've just Paul tuned Marsh. in, you're lucky. You're very lucky. <laughs> Paul Marsh and Emmett and Larkin from Totally Wired were talking about the worst gigs you, they have ever done. That is up there with one of the worst I've ever heard. On the track. <laughs> <laughs> that is up there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, 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 Emmett or Larkin anything to top that? Or... Oh. Wow. Uh, oh, there was a time... Um, the gig was going great and uh, I went off into the crowd and it was this bit where I go off into the crowd and it's, it's it was in a different band we were in a Bee Gees tribute band no you weren't we were we were what? I mean, how uh, long ago was that we, oh. we, can, we can get into like terrible gigs in comedy but like we've done oh, plenty of terrible gigs as this a Bee Gees we played in, this is how we met we met in a tribute band to the Bee Gees and no he way. was Barry I was yeah. Robin so we, I think it was How Deep Is Your Love so we went it was and we go out and there's a bit where you like we'd be real smoothy radio mics I drew uh, up my hand but, but can I just interject and say this, this was this was in the K Club oh yeah right <laughs> oh oh yeah oh hello this oh, was yeah. like high profile uh, K Club for, 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 for a what? pharmaceutical company had oh, hired okay. the K Club right. to have some sort of party that was it right. that's the, very possible they very actually wouldn't lovely. let us in the front door we had to use the Back entrance. <laughs> to go back to Paul's story. Paul, you're in again. Go. No, no, no. But so yeah, we went, and so it was a bit of going thing, and I I put my hand through women's hair, like real kind of Lothario, kind of cheesy kind yeah, of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. How deep is love? So I went and I put my hand through the woman's hair, and as I lift my hand, her whole hair came with it. <laughs> oh, what? It turned out she, she you know, she's al- alopecia. Alopecia, and it was a wig. And of the one person you picked in yes, the whole and I had it, I, 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 and, I, and I, then I just slapped it back in her head and kind of squashed it off. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I love that you're doing actions and you're on the radio. This is <laughs> it's helping me. He's patting his head. Yeah, and, and, and just trying to ignore it. And it was, oh, and everyone's, oh. And got, we finished the gig and then we're loading out the truck. Mm hmm. And we're out of our gear, and the woman came down, and I saw her, and I just hid. But they found Emmett, and gave out because to we're because we are in full, you know, outfits with wigs and glasses and yeah, medallions, yeah. and even painted our teeth white and all that. Perhaps she didn't, you know, she just thought one of you, it's you. <laughs> well, yeah, anyone I suppose is a tie. Weren't you wearing the same jersey? Yeah. So yeah. she cornered me, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and she said, uh, I "Suppose you thought that was pretty funny, yeah? Yeah." <laughs> And you're like, I suppose you had a big laugh, you know what I mean? And I was just like, and I couldn't like throw him under the bus like, you know, go, it was him. So I just kind of went, you know, but thank God her friends were behind her saying to me, you know, going, She's in a joke. But we were actually but delighted because we found it, it so was... well. I, I, I oh, hey, she was messing. Yeah, she was in a joke. Oh, oh God. You know I mean? She was joking. Oh, because that would be. Yeah. You'd have no comeback. If from it that. was just her there, I would have just, like, you know, been on my knees weeping. But no, her friends were behind her going, I'll leave it out. Because she they could obviously see my face. <laughs> yeah. But the whole room. Terrific. Saw me too, and there was a, like an audible. And the hair came up. How deep is your. <laughs> Everything stops. Yeah, yeah. Glass yeah. smashes in the back. Waiters. And <laughs> the whole thing. Oh my the god. Record. That's <laughs> close, close shave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's. Wow. Yeah, these things happen. All right. Ooh. It reminds me of a story actually. 
of a very well-known Irish comedian who we all know, who's a fantastic comedian. I was doing a gig with him in a bar in town. Uh, no, I wasn't doing a gig with No, I was, sorry. I was doing a gig with him in a, in a bar in town that runs a gig on a Monday night to narrow it down near a cinema. Anyway, uh, he was on stage and was doing a little bit of crowd work. And there was a girl down the very, very back. And whatever, she, she was heckling. I'm not heckling bad, but like having a bit of crack with him and kind of going blah, blah, blah. And he turns around to her, oh, where'd you get your, you look like you're wearing a cancer hat, right? Because she had one of those. Oh, jeez. And then she just kind of goes, I am. <laughs> and it was just dead silence. Wow, but just I, like I, now. I, I don't think he heard her saying that. He just kind of went on. Like he, didn't, uh, he ignored it. And she was just there kind of going, Come out to have a little bit of fun. I'm sick, and now this guy is slagging because <laughs> I have to wear. And oh. you know what? We were talking recently. This keywords you can't say. You can't if you're doing it. No matter how good the joke is or whatever. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. jokes. I was going to give you an example. Oh, uh, is this your racist stuff? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's in here wearing a pillowcase on his face. Uh, so, no, 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 I, I did a joke recently, and it was like I said I had a hectic 2018. It was like January or whatever. And I said 2018 was hectic for me. It was fantastic. Uh, I celebrated my 46th birthday. Uh, I just beat cancer. And these American women in the audience went, woo, woo, whatever. And I went, yeah, because I was born on the 24th of, of Mar- <laughs> or June or whatever. I'm Sagittarius or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, no, no. The whole audience just went, no. no. Oh, they didn't like that? No, I think, yeah, it was more so that cancer was just like, it didn't matter that it was, I was talking about a star sign. It just didn't, uh, <laughs> they didn't appreciate it. No. Actually, when, <laughs> I, when I pulled up, that's actually what went through my head. Yeah, but so later on, I was delighted that she had that alopecia. alopecia. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was it was alopecia. It was slightly less serious. It was the alopecia, I know people have had that. It'll go eventually, won't it? It does. Um, it does. It, it, yeah, I don't some think people it's a do. Yeah, there's a friend of mine down home still has, has it, but it's just I don't know. They say it's stress related. Or, uh, anyway, let's back away from yeah, alopecia. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Just trying. <laughs> that's a great story, though. God, that's a fantastic. story. Welcome to disturbing yeah. bodies or embarrassing <laughs> bodies. Disturbing gigs, we should call it. Yeah, so I was doing a gig in a funeral home, right? This is crazy. Uh, okay, so to get on to, you guys are now touring uh, the city and the country. When when's we, Dublin? Uh, Dublin. Our next Dublin gig is uh, in the Goat out in Churchtown. Um, they do a fantastic carvery. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great pub. All we did a terrible gig in the Goat as well. We oh. did actually. Yes, we did. We did. We were booked for a gig in the Goat. Yeah, and it was the Champions League final versus. Actually, it's either a brilliant gig or a terrible gig. Uh, the Champions League final between Chelsea and Manchester United. And they decided it'd be great to put the band on right where the big screen was. Of course, genius. Yeah, yeah, genius. yeah. And uh, so we got there and we could, uh, the manager like, we'll just set up. I'm not, I'm not setting up in front of the screen. I'll be killed. And then it went into extra time and it went into penalties. And when everyone was finished, everyone left. Was that the one where they won? It was three all. They came back from three. Who no, that was, was Liverpool. Oh, that was Liverpool. <laughs> this is the one where John so Terry slipped. John Terry slipped. So we, we, he still made a set up. And everyone had left. And we played to nobody for 10 minutes and we were done. And they were in fantastically bad humour because the majority of them lost, as it were. Well, no, they were, most of them were Chelsea fans for some strange reasons in that pub. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, they've booked us again. And we're not going to have that repeat of that because we're really looking forward to the next one. This brilliant on the laws of average. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah. we're there on the 22nd and I think we have a few more... Uh, 22nd of March? 22nd of March, Oh, yeah, grand, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, 22nd of March and uh, you're obviously going to be gigging in and around the clubs in Dublin yeah, with, anyway. Yeah, Galway and Clonmel and Down in the... the, 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 the oh, we're the laughter lounge as well, yeah. Whelan's, or not Whelan's, sorry, uh, Roche and Dove is this Friday coming. Yep. Yeah, in case anyone who's living in Dublin any coaches out there living in Dublin who's going <laughs> home for the weekend <laughs> that's a good shout now yeah. um, you've totally why do you guys have your guitar in yes oh we're also playing the Laughter Lounge headlining that in 
March as well. Yes. Oh, lovely. Which is the 21st. Boom, there you go. 21st. 21st. I'm on the 21st, 22nd. There you go. Of course, of course. Maybe I had that wrong. So the Goat and the Laughter Lounge. Motion Dove next Friday, or this coming Friday. If you don't know, if you haven't heard Totally Word yet, again, you definitely should, but it's an acoustic comedy duo. We're, we're a celebration of failure. <laughs> Musomedy. We are. Like we're doing this it. so long. Uh, we, we're doing it about 10 years and we're still not as famous as Mattress Mick. Is that too much to ask? You, you know, know, or Crystal be... Swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, I mean, come on. All you need is maybe a weird music video. That's kind of what, what did it for Mattress Mick. Oh. Oh. Or Catch Your Name. Yeah. Totally wired. That's a bit <laughs> Woefully tired. <laughs> Woefully tired. That's what we used to say. <laughs> Most people do get it wrong. Uh, but are you going to stick around for one or two songs? We'll do a song for you to crack us. Yes. yes. And, and, and anyone's, what would you like to play here tonight now on the show? Uh, we're going to play uh, uh, a new one about being honest and mental health. Okay. Let's keep this party going. Woohoo! <laughs> right. Hang on two seconds there. We're going to be back after this. Totally Wired going to be uh, serenading us here on Sunday Night Live. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.